Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, we're going to switch formats here and see if we can uh, change around the audio quality. Bob Stoffer down in Tampa Bay, Florida. The Oilers and the Lightning tomorrow. Edmonton and Florida Saturday matinee. Edmonton, Carolina Sunday. A murderer's row. Of, this division used to be called back in the days the South Least. Uh, now it's the southmost. They got some real good teams. Oilers now is brought to you by Digitex. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. You can also reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino hotline 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino excitement. Bet on it. We'll tell you Japanese Village open a serve you at any one of their five Edmonton and area locations featuring Alberta's own Brent Lake Wagyu. Visit jvedmonton.ca. As we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, re-engage Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta Live Standard Bread Racing has moved to Century Downs Racetrack in Calgary. You can watch and wager online at hbibet.com. All right, Spec, uh, tomorrow the Oilers are going to play the Lightning, a team that traded for Brent Seabrook's cap space. That's right. Brent Seabrook uh, is a member of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, their team, by the way, is at about roughly $19 million on the cap. Uh, Seabrook is uh, like a 6.875 uh, LTIR hit. Uh, and I, I guess where I'm going with this is, you know, like you, you look at the Leafs and they couldn't get anything going with Richie. I had somebody call me on this earlier today. What do you think of this? And Toronto turned around and they got Labushkin and, and now Muzzin's going to be out a while because he's had two concussions in a very short period. You know Toronto's going to use that cap space. They'll put Muzzin possibly even on IR to the end of the year. Uh, Zach Cassian, spec, four to eight weeks with a uh, fractured uh, jaw. I forget, hit inside of the face of the puck. Uh, back issues at times with Kyle Turris. Where's your, you know, like, how tricky of a situation do you think it is managing, you know, Mark Stone suddenly, boom, he's on LTIR as the Vegas Golden Knights activate um, uh, Jack Eichel. Where are you at with the deployment of some teams like Vegas and Toronto, as an example, and Tampa, uh, deploying uh, LTIR cap space? And is this something that maybe Edmonton should contemplate doing? Well, listen, there's no, uh, these teams are all playing by the rules. Right? They're all playing by the rules. You can 
scream at the clouds, right, when it comes to not liking the rules, and maybe they'll change it, Bob. But they're all playing by the rules. So yeah. you know, there's, no, there's no trophy for being the most virtuous team at the end of the year. You know, well, we had hurt guys, but we didn't go out and get guys. Forget it. Now, your owner might say, I'm not spending more money on guys. Right? I'm not spending up to $90 million. I'm not just talking about Edmonton's owner. Any owner might say that. And with the bath they've been taking over these last while, I wouldn't blame them. So, you know what? Should Ken Holland make you you know, a long-term IR Zach Cassian and go and get another player? If he thinks that, you know, if, if, if Cassian's injured enough to pull that off, then he should. Right. Then he and should. That's the, Bob, why that's, the, that, that's the other part of it is we don't know. Uh, the full severity of, of the term of the length. It just, you know, it's just kind of, it's an interesting one for me, Mark, because, uh, and by the way, just, just so the listeners are available, the Montreal Canadiens right now are at $93 million in the cap. They have Carey Price and Shea Weber in LTIR. The right. Vegas Golden Knights are at $91.5 million, okay? Uh, they have Mark Stone and Alec Martinez on LTIR. Tampa Bay is at $89.1 million. They've got Brent Seabrook, amongst others, on LTIR. The Jets are at $88.9 million. Uh, they got Brian Little on LTIR. And the Oilers are at $88.5 million. And at this time... The Oilers currently have three players on LTIR. Oscar Kleffbaum, Zach Cassian is on LTIR, and Josh Archibald at $1.5 million. Mark, you and me had multiple conversations right at the start of the year on Archibald. You just concede that it's unlikely he's going to play this year and go replace him with a million-and-a-half-dollar player. Can you do that? And I don't know what 100% the right answer is. I don't, you know, we went through a bunch of potential targets Seattle, to me, was a really interesting team. Not that they'd have an arch, straight Archibald replacement, just that they had so many extra bodies on NHL deals that maybe you could get somebody out of there. I, I, again, I'm going to be intrigued to see how Edmonton handles this because tomorrow, two of the following four players are going to play. Tyler Benson, Colton Sevier, Devin Shore, and Brendan Perlini. And Perlini and Sevier have already been in the minors this year. So two of those four are going to play because they don't have Cassian and they don't have Pugliarvi. And they're playing a Tampa Bay squad that's sitting a guy like Boris Kachuk, who would be playing in Edmonton's top 12 tomorrow. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's, it's an, 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 and ironically, uh, Tampa Bay, Mark, are basically, other than Zach Bogosian on defense, completely healthy. And Seabrook, who they traded for, they knew he wasn't coming back. He's never going to play again. No. Calgary's a team. They don't get a lot of injuries, Spec, in Calgary. Like, well, good luck for them. Is it just luck, or is it something about the type of like? Seriously, I, 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 I tend to agree with you. I think it's uh, there's a lot yeah, of luck. luck. Could... Bob, come on, we've been in this business thirty years. We've seen teams that remember that the L.A. Kings had all those abdominal injuries all in a row, and they they fired all their doctors, and they did a huge study, and they never found an answer. And the, the, right. the abdominal injuries went away. It's luck. Calgary's had a good, fortunate, lucky year. I'm knocking wood on their behalf. And you know what? Guys get hurt. Every year it's different. Sometimes your important players get hurt. I'm going to tell you right now that they're winning games without Zach Cassian and Pooley Harvey in the lineup. So who cares at this point? Sure, you want them back at some point. But it's not hurting them, Bob. Yeah. Right? Pooley Harvey hasn't been very good. Let's call a spade a spade here. And he doesn't make the players around him any better either. So he's going to get better. He's a good young prospect. We've heard it all before. But don't tell me that missing Paul Yarvey in the last couple of weeks has been a big deal. 
Well, no, I, I, I would say that Missing Cassian doesn't hurt you one bit in the last two I'm, years. I'm suggesting to you that Missing Pogliarvi might have hurt them a bit against Mini. Ah, sure. Because then, you, then you're shuffling, then you're moving McLeod around. And like it's. Yeah. And the other thing about Pogliarvi, and Mark, I know you're not a big fan of this argument. He has surprisingly good analytics. Because he does play. I know he doesn't finish at a rate that anybody wants him to finish. And he's had a cold stick. But the reality of the situation is, he, you know, he, he plays in straight lines. I wish he'd, hey, I'm like you, Mark. I'd wish he'd finish more hits. Same with McLeod. I think it's a byproduct of this generation of players. Like, just for you know what's in giggles for the listeners, just go type up 1985 Prince Albert Raiders, okay? Playing Shawinigan in the Memorial Cup final, okay? It's rollerball on ice, Everybody's hitting everybody. Guys are running Dave Manson. Dave Manson. It was almost 40 years ago, Bob. I know, and it's a completely different generation, 37 years ago. Like, it yeah. doesn't even resemble the same. Now, guys can do stuff that they, you know, I'm just saying. Why, that where is a comparable there? Well, why are we the talking about The comparable is the good teams have the puck, but the good teams also finish checks and hit and lean on you. Perfect. Sure, the Oilers so. have been easy to play against. We all know that, and there's a lot of different reasons for it. One of them is, you're right. You know, that's why Nima Linen shows up here and stands out to all of us. Like, holy man, what's the guy in the orange and blue sweater doing hitting everybody? Right? Because yeah. let's, we have seen that guy here for ages. Cassian used to be that guy. He hasn't been that guy since 2017. You know, all your fourth-line guys that you just named. Sevier throws a body around a little bit. Sevier's a fourth- to fifth-line NHL player. You At know, Benson stage. isn't yeah. a hard hitter. Shore's not a hard hitter. Archibald was a guy that would that would knock you over once in a while, even being a small player. But Archie's not playing here, man, anymore. I'm yeah. not sure he's ever going to play here again or anywhere. He I'm with you. Jab, you know what? Well, he's been, Mark, he's been a bigger loss than the fans realize. I agree. He's a good player. Yep. You know, he's a good depth player and good penalty killer. Again, you can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Sonny in Vancouver has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at one fifteen in Edmonton, and Sonny says, "Bob, Cassian's LTIR space if he's on there until the end of the season, and Costin and Capit, can you take on Flurry's Capit with these moves?" From Sonny, and the answer is yes, you could seven point seven for seven uh, seven million. But the problem is. Mark Andre Fleury is going to decide where he goes. Yep. Right. Yeah. And would so, you give Chicago a, a first round pick to take Mark Andre Fleury? Because that's what they're going to. That's where it's going to start. You know. And hey, I'm, they gave up a first round pick for Dwayne Rolison one day, and it went pretty good. So yeah. you know, how would they, I had a guy say to me the other day when they were in Winnipeg, one of the Winnipeg writers text to be said, man, look at the defensive game the Oilers are playing here in Winnipeg. How great did they look? Put Flurry behind this club. How tough would they be in the playoffs? Well, and, I mean, I would try to get hit. You know what? If I'm moving a first round, if I'm moving a first rounder, I, I would include a couple prospects. I'd try to get Brandon Hagel with Flurry out of Chicago. I need to know that I got a piece carrying forward on the team that is going to be with the team. And I look at Brandon Hagel, the same way we looked a couple of years ago, Blake Coleman. He's a good player on a bad team that's got a good contract for the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, yeah. This text comes in saying, please tell Mr. Spector the Oilers haven't been winning games without Jesse. He's been out two games and they've won one and lost one. Wake up, Speck. You cover this team for a living. Ah, uh, it happens when you, 
when you need to speak when you're on it's it's called live radio curtis says bob i hate this generation of player argument that you always throw out all 32 teams are this generation of players some players finish checks some don't it's not a generalization it's not a general uh let's try that again it's not a generational thing stoffer it's a player procurement thing from curtis Hmm, interesting well i'll say this about bill garen the guys they've added are physical like that brandon duhane that guy's a physical player he's a fit that third third line they have with eric sinek jordan greenway and marcus felino that's as physical and tough and hard nosed like i'm serious about this i could see minnesota giving colorado a challenge in round in in the uh central division final what about you Billy's done a – Bill took over a team in, in Minnesota that you thought, okay, he's got to rip this thing down and then start building it up, and this is going to take a little while. You know, and he traded Suter and, or got rid of – should be bought out Suter and Parise, which was a – you know, look at the cap hit that's, that he's going to be suffering from and is suffering from to make that move. Like, that is a gutsy play. And not only did he do all that, but he's got a team that is a genuine contender this soon. Into what's this? This his third season there. Yeah. Now, Mark, there's a catch here. You mentioned the numbers on Suter and Prezi. As you know, they're coming it ain't up. too bad this year. It's the next three years: twelve, twelve, and fourteen combined on the cap. That's where they're going to get limited. Is next year and the two years after. Had to happen, Bob. And and my point would be, he's got he's done speedy work in building an excellent team uh billy garen so far he's a pretty good looking gm to me yeah you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063 mark are the edmonton oil kings with five members of the world junior team they're coming off a pair of victories they beat saskatoon 9-1 gunther had four goals they outshot saskatoon 48-17 i think payback because uh saskatoon blitzed them a couple weeks earlier uh, and then they followed it up down 2 nothing to Winnipeg. Roared back, scored four in the second, beat the ice 6-3. Are they showing signs like they're going to be the team? Out, and, and should they be the team, given they got four first-round picks and five members of Team Canada, and they've uh, loaded up uh, bringing in kids like Justin Sordiff, uh Caden Gooley, and uh, Luke Prokop during the season? Oh, for sure, Bob. This is, this is a team that you have to say – you know they've they've they're making their run here. This is a team that has to win the the go to the Memorial Cup this year because you know they're going to start paying the price awfully soon for this. You know they're at the peak of their cycle here, and you know junior yeah. hockey better than I do by a long ways, Paul. But I know this: you, when you cycle to the top, you better win because there's going to be some years coming where you won't have a chance to win. They have an excellent team. And I fully expect them to win the Western Hockey League and be in the Memorial Cup, yes. All right. Edmonton plays Tampa tomorrow. Spec, you're on Friday before the game against Florida. What do the Oilers need to do to win the game tomorrow against Tampa? They they have to get back to that team we watched in the first, you know, what was it, Bob? Uh, 45 minutes against Winnipeg, call it almost 50. Uh, A team that they got to limit chances. You know, I'm, I've said this last week. I'm saying it again. I don't want to watch the Oilers play 2-1 hockey in October, November, December, and January. But at this time of year, you got to be able to go into Tampa and play a game with very few scoring chances against. Because if you try to go fire wagon the way they did the other night, Tampa's going to crush them. They don't have the goaltending to play that way. 
right? They don't have the depth to play that way. They have to beat Tampa by being the better defensive team. End of story. And if you think you're going to go in there and, and chance them 12 to 12 in the game in grade A chances and win, ain't going to happen, Bob. Well, I mean, it's like playing the Oilers in the mid-80s. If yep. you traded chances with them, they had the better goalie and they had the better scores. And yep. I think it's fair to say Tampa Bay's got the, the deeper uh, set of forwards up front. Andre Vasilevsky's at 922 this year, 26, yep. 8, and 4. Uh, you know, points are wonderful. Just look at their three centers. Points, Stamkos, and Sorelli. Oh, by the way, you know, Kucherov and Platt and Klorin on the wings. They got some good young guys coming up like Radish. It doesn't look like Kachuk's going to play tomorrow. And they're three left shot D. 31-year-old Victor Hedman, 32-year-old Ryan McDonough, and then Sergachev. All those guys play Mark North at 22 minutes a game. It's a big time. They're all big. Uh, they'll all lean on you a bit. That's going to be a big challenge for the Oilers. They're going to have to really manage the puck. And there's one more thing, Mark, that Tampa Bay does that people don't realize. They run one of the most passive forechecks in the NHL. It is a 1-1-3 forecheck that several teams are now trying to replicate that John Cooper does. And mm-hmm. basically, they try to capitalize on your mismanagement of the puck. That is how they're trying to beat you. and Because okay. they can get you on the transition going the other way. So this is going to be an interesting one tomorrow. Yeah, and they're, listen, whatever they're doing, Bob, they won two cups in a row. So they're doing <laughs> whatever they're doing. It's We always call it a copycat league. Well, that's a team you should be copycatting here because it works. <laughs> so Breezeball's got a really good team down there, man. Hey, Spack, far too civil of a conversation today. Yeah, I know. I thought hey. you were going to get on to me about all these media guys beating up on Bouchard all the time. Well, ready you guys are hard on here. kids. Hey, one more thing. Did you, uh, did you change your picture for Twitter? Change my picture for Twitter, yeah. And you let people respond to that one, eh? Yeah, I've cut some responses off for a while. Twitter's getting pretty ugly, so I'll I'll go back and forth. I, yeah. I reserve the right not to let people hurl abuse at me, Bob. I think that's fair. It's a yeah. democratic society. I don't need to put up with that stuff. Well, you know what John Short would say, Spack? Everybody's got the democratic right to be wrong. Yeah, and, I uh, not on my timeline, they don't. <laughs> well, I would say that people who listen to this show know that I've been wrong on more than one occasion and will continue to be wrong occasionally down the road as well. Thanks for joining. Thanks, Spack. Sorry, Bobby. That is Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the Horses and Horse Racing in Alberta. It's 123 at Edmonton. We're going to take care of a little bit of business for you. The injury report for James H. Brown when we return, as well as our prospect report, which is brought to you every Tuesday and Thursday by Scott Arthur Millwork. You're listening to Oilers Now, live from Tampa Bay, Florida. Let's go to the Oilers Now injury report, brought to you daily by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. It's this simple. They're the best. Unrivaled experience. Unrivaled commitment. Unrivaled results. Trent Brown, Jim Brown, the gang. It's James H. Brown. They'll take care of you. For the Edmonton Oilers, not on the trip. Duncan Keith, he's in concussion protocol. Chris Russell, out upper body, uh, did not make the trip. Yes, Apoliarvi, lower body, did not make the trip. Zach Cassian. Uh, fractured jaw, did not make the trip. Kyle Turris is still on IR. He is on the trip. Uh, Zach Bogosian has a LBI. He is out for Tampa Bay. That's it. Besides that, they're healthy, unless you're going to count Brent Seabrook on the LTIR, which they traded for. So there you have it. 
We are going to go now into the Orders Now Prospect Report. It is presented Tuesdays and Thursdays by Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today. And here's Brendan Escott. All right. Well, if you saw Bob's Twitter, you know that uh, Ty Tulio had a goal and three helpers in Oshawa's 8-2 win over Niagara. That brings him up to 12 points in his last five games played. Six goals, six assists. He's uh, up to a season total of 26 goals and 65 points and 45 games played. Not bad for a fifth round draft selection in 2020. He's now just a point behind Matvey Petrov for the lead among Oilers prospects. Dylan Holloway a little bit sluggish of late. Scored though against Stockton to snap a six game pointless drought in Bakersfield. He's got six points in 13 games since returning from wrist surgery. Well, you know, you talk about hitting on those picks, and Carter Savoy's a fourth-rounder, Tulio's a fifth-rounder. The next year, the Oilers got Petrov in the sixth. That's what Tampa Bay did. They hit on later-round picks. Braden Point was a third-round pick. Kucherov was 58th overall, second-round pick. Matthew Joseph, a fourth-round pick. Kalorn, a third-round pick. Sorelli, a third-round pick. They got Radish and Kachuk who would be playing for Edmonton uh, and higher up the lineup, both second-rounders. you got to hit on those picks. That's part of the key to why they're in the position they're in. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Rhea LaHue. And when we come back, Rob Brown from the Oilers Radio Network. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.